On this episode of She's Crafted to Thrive, our guest is Angie McPherson. She is a wedding and branding photographer, and I'm so excited to have her on the show. Ladies, she shares her own personal journey of starting a photography business as well as up-leveling it along the way. So stay tuned. Welcome to She's Crafted to Thrive. I'm your host, Nikita Williams, and this show is for all the ladies who are making and creating things that they love. You will hear conversations about the real everyday struggles of juggling life and business while trying to maintain passion and harmony. As women, we have the skill of getting things done, but sometimes we get in our own way. It's here where you'll see that you're not alone. You'll discover that success does not mean perfection. Fear and negative thoughts and challenges are all a part of the journey. And on this podcast, you'll find the inspiration and tools you need to have a life and business that thrives. I'm so excited to have Angie McPherson on. Um, she's crafted to thrive. Um, I've been following her for a minute. She is a photographer and just, I feel, I don't even know her that well, but I feel like she's just an overall fun person. And I'm so excited to have her on the show. Yay. Well, thank you so much for having me. Yes. I'm so glad you said yes. Like, I think every time someone says yes to me on, for the podcast, I'm just like doing like a, happy dance like for a week <laughs> <laughs> well I'm I'm super honored and like flattered that you asked so I'm doing a happy dance with you <laughs> <laughs> so um as always I always like to ask everybody to tell my audience a little bit about who they are what they do where they're located because that's a big important piece especially when you're a photographer so just right. let us know all that jazz yes so I am a photographer I'm a wedding and branding photographer in Virginia and um, I have been running this business for just over six years, and I'm obsessed with <laughs> business and marketing and branding and entrepreneurship and helping other people, you know, that are interested in pursuing this, you know, passionate, creative, you know, entrepreneurial lifestyle. I'm interested in helping them, you know, get better and and take things to the next level. So I just absolutely love what I do. That's awesome. So how long have you been doing it? Um, just over six years. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I started, um, I was working full time um, in marketing at a concert venue. And I I got to a point where my day to day was a little bit um, routine. And I was like, man, I want to try something new, do something creative on the side. And so I, you know, brought my dad's camera and went out and, you know, shot the beach and shot, you know, my dog and my husband. And as soon as you get a camera, people are like, hey, can you photograph? You know, I'm pregnant, you know, my baby. And so I just started photographing everything. <laughs> um, and then I just found this community in my local you know, Aaron, you know, once you pick up a camera or any type of, you know, passion, you just start to Google and like connect with people. Cause it was just like me shooting and posting and, and not being able to talk to anybody about it. Um, you know, except for my husband, but he didn't really understand. And so I just found this community and, and this wedding community and I was like, Oh, well shoot, let me start shooting weddings and, you know, second shooting with these people. And it just turned into this brand new lifestyle of, you know, being in community and, and helping each other out and second shooting for each other. And then eventually I was like, I don't want to work anymore. I want to do this, you know, full time. <laughs> my husband's like, what? <laughs> and so I told him, you know, well, let's make some goals. Like, let me save up, you know, three months of, you know, um, salary, you know, just in case something happens and let me 
have a goal of like, you know, 15 weddings for the next year coming up. And, and so I had like those two things and I, you know, I, this was August, this was on my birthday. And I said, I've got to do it by like January, February, cause I want to start the next year, you know, full time. And I hustled my butt off for the next four to six months. I, you know, hustled hard on social media and really just like ran my website and really started putting myself out there. And uh, the weddings came and the awesome clients came and I was able to save and I just stepped out and, you know, on faith and quit my job. And my, my boss was actually was like, good for you. You know, you inspired me to do something, you know, creative. And I just never looked back. And that was, um, gosh, what year is it? that was three years ago. And um, every year has just been better and better. And I've just been meeting the most amazing people and having the most amazing experiences. So like I said, I'm just so obsessed with this, with this business. <laughs> That's awesome. That is so cool that, okay, so you've been photographing for six years, but it took you three years to kind of get to, hey, I'm like, this is a real life business. Yeah. And honestly, I don't think I would have gotten there without community, honestly, and without seeing other people do it first. Because even though I had this drive to shoot weddings and make money and and live this lifestyle. If I would have never seen other people doing it or heard other people talking about it, like that's when I started listening to podcasts. At that three-year mark, I started listening to podcasts and hearing these people talk about, you know, my morning routine. I'm like, my morning routine is getting in the car and getting to work and hopefully <laughs> I can get a bowl of cereal before. And these people talking about waking up, you know, a slow morning and, and reading and, you know, um, just like envisioning their day. And I'm like, is that real life? Do people, do people live like that? <laughs> okay, like, I want it, you know, like, let's do this. And so I love listening to podcasts. Even now, I love listening to like what people at the next level are doing. I'm always wanting to get to the next level. So I love that you have a podcast and you shared this so much. Like your, your listeners, like this, this is making an impact, you know, podcasts make an impact, showing up on social media and talking about your life and your business makes an impact. Like all of these things help people to take it to the next level. Yeah, you said something really powerful and it's something that I've always known that and that's kind of you know outside of my own selfish reasons of doing a podcast which was so that it had content and I could talk to people versus blogging I mean mm -hmm. that's a whole nother story but um, <laughs> you said something that you could reach somewhere that you could see someone had already done it like you could reach up and right. I think at, when we're first starting out we sometimes like start focusing on everyone that's doing exactly the same thing that we're doing thinking you know we're all going to help each other go up to the next level, which is right. true to some degree that we right. can help each other get there. But you have to look ahead of you. Yes. That right. Yes. Absolutely. And you have to, I love that. You have to look ahead and you have to look outside of what you're doing as well, because so many people will want to emulate this same lifestyle and same business model as the person a couple of years ahead of them. And I'm like, you're missing out on so many different ideas on, on, in different industries, you know, because as photographers, we all look kind of to the same people and are impacted by the same people. But once you look elsewhere, you're starting to switch up the game. You're starting to do things that people in your league have not seen before, that your ideal clients have not seen before. And that's, that's going to push you a little bit more um, ahead of the game. That's kind of what I started to do with, with branding and branding myself is that I would go to these feeds of photographers and it's all photos of their clients. It's all photos of their products and services. But me being like a uh, entertainment celebrity TV junkie started following these like 
celebrities and TV people and influencers. I'm like, man, they're posting a lot of photos. Like my girl is Tamara Mori from Sister Sister. Yes. Obsessed with her. Obsessed. I watch her on her um, talk show. I go to her website and I'm like on her Instagram and I can just connect with her because it's always photos of herself, her family, what she's eating, what she's doing. And I'm like, I need to show up like that because I want people to come and see me and not always just my portfolio work because everyone can take great photos. Everyone can, everyone can, you know, provide these great experiences, but people book us, people book people. They don't book things. They don't book, you know, experience. They book people. And so, <laughs> and so I'm hearing the hands up like, yes, I see it all the time. Preach it. Yes. And so when you show up in that way, it's hard, it's hard to turn those people away who, who like your style, who like what you're talking about. You know, like I said, this year, I've been, I'm, the past, you know, 18 months, showing more photos of myself, showing more of myself on Instagram stories, showing up on Instagram Live weekly. And people are, are just, are just putting me in a different bracket compared to other branding photographers, other wedding photographers. Um, and I love it. And I, I didn't get that by looking up and looking at what other wedding photographers are doing because they're all doing the same thing and showing their work and showing pretty rings and, and bouquets, which are great. But like, we have, we have to sell ourselves basically. We have to show up, you know, that's, and that's how we get the clients that appreciate us and don't just appreciate, Oh, she's this price. She provides this type of out al- this album. It's it's so much better for you and your client when you show up that way because they already halfway know you before they even inquire with you. Exactly. Oh my gosh, I preach <laughs> that all the time. Like I, <laughs> I have, I have, I come from a world where networking is how I pretty pretty much have done my whole life of business, anything right. I've ever done, and so right. we. There's so much competition. There's so much everybody doing the same thing. So the only thing that really makes you stand out or be the person that someone wants to work with is yourself. So like right. you've got to be that person. But if you don't know who that person is, I hate. I know if I know you know what I'm talking about when you go to a photographer's <laughs> Instagram page and you can't find a picture of them or you don't know who they are. You just know that they take pretty pictures. You have no, you have no idea about who, what they look like. What do they have a family? <laughs> like, exactly. live? It's, it's a disconnect to, to serving who you want to serve. Like it's a disconnect. Exactly. And I love that you just said that. Like I just, yes, preach. preach it. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I love it. So I want to go back to something you said earlier, which was, um, cause a lot of people in my audience are kind of in that middle of like transitioning from doing their daily grind to wanting to pursue their full-time creative business, or they are in their creative business full-time, but they have life going on. Like they're a mother, they're a wife, yeah. they're doing all these things. Yeah. How did you find that place to kind of grow? It took some time, girl. It gets me in my feels just thinking about how much I just poured into this business and did nothing else for so long. Like, it, it took me some time. And my husband's like, hello, like, you come home and you are editing and then you go to bed, like, you know? And so it, it took a wake-up call for me to even get to a point of, okay, I need to have balance. I need to do this for my family. I need to do this for me. And so I got to a point where I was like, thinking, you know, I need to start running my business like I ran, you know, day-to-day my full-time job. I had a start time, I had a break in the middle of the day, and I had a time to go home. 
And I didn't just come to work and say, okay, what am I going to work on today? It was a vision for the week. All right, what needs to be done? How can I get there? How can I maximize my time? And so now I run my business the same way on usually Monday mornings or even Sunday nights. If I have nothing else to do after my son's sleep, my husband's watching football, I'll sit down and, you know, just kind of think, okay, what's my agenda for the week? You know, especially social media planning. Social media planning can take up your time. And so can um, just showing up and trying to post something on social media. That's even more time than actual planning in advance. And yeah. so now I take, now I take, you know, a look, a look at my week and say, what's on the agenda for a week? Do I have any shoots I need to edit? Do I have any shoots I need to blog? Do I have, you know, a topic for my email list? And I just didn't have planning time. Okay, these are what I'm going to post on social media Monday through Friday. I have Planly, which is, you know, an Instagram scheduler, so I'll I'll get my photos. I'll even write my captions at that time. But I just take one to two hours and completely plan out the content for my week. And so that, you know, Facebook automatically, I schedule it. It goes out without a push of a button Monday through Friday. And then Instagram, I'll have plainly send me notification and I'll send it on through. So that handles the content. So I'm not spending time in my week. Back in the day, I would spend so much time on Instagram coming up with a post, choosing a photo, writing the caption. It can take so long for someone like me who loves to be on on the gram honestly and so now i get it done at the beginning of the week so the only time i'm in instagram during the week is to actual post it and spend maybe 10 to 15 minutes engaging with you know my commenters or i'll put down a hashtag and connect with other you know with other people instead of like doing all the brain work there so that takes so much of my time off of my plate as it comes as it relates to content planning and then of course the actual balance of doing the work which is photo shoots and editing and things like that. You know, now I come to a point where I'm like, okay, I'm only going to shoot one thing a week. I'm not going to have these Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday engagement sessions because that's, that's going to eat up the rest of my month when it mm -hmm. comes to editing and, and emailing and, and all that stuff. So I, I do what works best for me and my schedule. And for me, that's kind of like spreading out the shoots. You know, um, I do a lot of outsourcing, you know, I outsource my grocery shopping to Instacart. <laughs> hey. um, <laughs> yeah, you know, any in business and in life, whatever I can pay someone else to do for cheap, you know, because you have to think what your time is worth, you know, if you can. So I have a virtual assistant that I pay. Um, I started her at $10 an hour. Now she's at 15 because she's a beast. <laughs> and so I'm like, do I want to be spending my time pinning on Pinterest or, you know, doing these little jobs for $15 an hour? My time is worth way more than $15 an hour. I need to be spending my time on the $100 an hour jobs instead of the $15 hour job. So I always tell people, think of what you can outsource. And it doesn't have to be somebody you're paying somebody $15 multiple times a week. Like, is there something that you can remove off your plate that takes you an hour to a week where you can pay someone $5, 10 $15 to do it? And you can spend that hour to two hours doing something that's like revenue generating, you know? Like I, I launched a shop and... I or outsource the little things there. Like I would come up with a concept, write all the, you know, content of the ebook and I send it to her because I don't need to be sitting in Canva or Photoshop designing things and, and moving mm -hmm. things around. So whatever things like that, that you can push off to somebody, push off to a college intern, push off to a cousin who needs some money, mm -hmm. you know, push off to your, your nephew who's a beast on Instagram and, and really focus on, and I'm talking high level here. So I'm talking to people who are really trying to, up level and balance and, and focus on making more money instead of doing the same things over and over, having the same year over and over, making the same amount of money over and over. I'm talking to people who are trying to really up level and are like, forget this, I'm ready to move up. Outsource, outsource, outsource right. as much as you can. Yeah, that is 
that's so important. I mean, we can't do everything. Like right. we like to think we can't do everything, right. but reality right. says that's not true. Um, right. So I love how you said that because a lot of people will feel like, you know, they hold that money like it's the, you know, yes. like they can't let it go, but it's going to be the death of them if they don't because they're yeah. trying to do everything, right? And that was me for so long. I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't want to pay someone because I can do it. You know, I have time. Like, sure, I have time, but how do I want to be spending that time? You know, sometimes I'll, you know, just outsourcing because I want to go to Bush Gardens with my family, you know, like. That's worth, that's worth, you know, to paying somebody for two hours to do something. That's two hours with my family. That's way worth more than $15 an hour, you know? You know, and it all starts with creating those procedures where it, it makes it easy. Because a lot of my issue was, one, I didn't want to give up the money, which I've gotten over. And two, I'm a control freak. And so I'm like, well, I don't want to give this up to somebody because they're going to ruin it or they're not going to do it how I would do it. And that's when I had to sit down and make those step-by-step -step documents. Here's how you do this. Here, you know, if she's creating an ebook for me, here are my branding colors, here are my shapes. If, um, you know, she's editing something, I need to make sure that she's good with, you know, grammar and all that stuff. So whoever you're hiring, make sure you're doing your part and leading them so that they can do something exactly how you would do it <laughs> or even better. Hire someone, yeah. who, hire someone who's better than you. <laughs> okay. Yes, I agree with that. <laughs> so I love that you have kind of found that that place where it's like you gotta let some things go in order to grow like you gotta do it right so what inspired you to make that mindset change like what shifted for you in your mind that said okay because we can talk all day long about you know oh now I decided to do this and I'm, I'm doing it but something mentally had to change for you to finally to make that decision look I gotta pay someone to do this stuff or I'm just not gonna make it what changed what changed for me was the stress of, I, I got to the point in my business where I felt in my full-time job of doing the same thing over and over. And I'm like, whoa, that's not what I signed up for. You know, I designed, I signed up for this creative entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial journey where I could have Fridays off and go to the movies or, you know, plan a trip. I don't want to do this Monday through Friday you know, sitting at the computer from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. doing the same things over and over and over. I want to know what else my mind can think of when I have the time because I just, I didn't have the mental space. All I was doing was stressing about editing and posting on social media and delivering galleries. Like that, that was my day to day. That's literally like the uh, same thing every day. It's, it reminded me of my old time, my old job. And I'm like, no, I want to shoot outside of my state. I want to create, you know, ebooks and courses I want to have Fridays off and so I got to this point where I was like okay if I don't push these small things to the side I can't come up with ideas I can't come up with new strategies I can't come up with more ways to make money and so that's when I that's when I had the turning point there is when I just was looking at the same things the same emails the same every single day I was like I'm done all right it's time to make a move <laughs> time to time to upload here yeah yeah you know um yeah, you get tired. As my mom would say, you will change when you get tired. Like yes. <laughs> Things will change when you get sick and tired of something. Right. You realize, okay, this is not working. Right. Exactly. Um, exactly. So I wanted to ask you a question because I know that we were talking, you were talking about, you know, you love to travel and do photography and things like that. I know because I follow you on your Instagram, you travel a lot doing photography. Like, I think, first of all, like, 
that's like serious big girl goals like for any photographer to like get out of their location and like build a a, a crew of people who are like yes come photography me in california or new york or virginia right. like i think that's uh-huh. awesome so how did you put that into your business because i think that's a really interesting thing because not everyone can do that how did you bring that about yeah so i love this question because it might be different um depending on who you ask but for me i like to travel you know just you know from my business as far as like going to workshops and um going to like retreats and things like that and so i started to think you know what when I go places, I need to just put out a call and say, hey, I'm going to be in California. Does anybody want to book me for a shoot? So I started doing that a year or two ago, and it just worked so well. And so it might look like, hey, I, I booked the session and I'm, I'm flying somewhere. But no, it's like I'm going to take a trip to a workshop or, you know, I just feel like visiting uh, Maryland or New Orleans or something. And I just I work around it. For example, I'm going to Miami in April with my sisters for a sister's trip. So I put a call up there like, hey, anybody might want to do a shoot? And and when you just take these photos and you, you know, it might seem like I travel so often. I probably travel maybe four or five times a year, but it looks like I travel so often because I have these great images from when I go. So the next, you know, I did I did three shoots in New Orleans. Back to I back know, to they were amazing. <laughs> so I actually had someone uh, reach out to me. So it wasn't like I was, for that one, I wasn't going to New Orleans already. I had someone reach out and I was like, all right. Who else can I shoot in New Orleans while I'm there, you know? And so, you know, I post these throughout the year because I have these great photos and people see me and they're like, oh, well, she travels for shoots. You know, will you come to Texas? Will you come to Tennessee? And I'm like, sure, you know? So that's what, with any business, when you're trying to do something, so if you're trying to shoot more weddings or you're trying to shoot more branding sessions or you're trying to travel, fit it in your portfolio any way that you can and then use those images to market yourself as such, you know? So, you know, I, I've shot in California, I've shot in North Carolina and in New Orleans and, and Maryland. And so those are always in my rotation. So some people I'll post, like the other day I posted a photo in California and someone's like, oh, hey, are you in California? I was like, not right now, but I can be if you're trying to book something. And so just keeping that in your rotation. That's awesome. That's great tips. Um, work it in, sprinkle it in. I love that. It doesn't have to be like an extra step, Right. 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 It doesn't have to be like, oh, make a Facebook ad saying you're going, you know, you're now taking photo shoots in California and blah, blah, blah. You know, you can just go to the next state over. If you've got a really fun state, a couple hours across the state line, you know, make a little road trip. It doesn't have to be this big deal. Just somehow reach out, fit into your portfolio and shoot a ton of behind the scenes while you're there because that is what's really going to last having those Instagram stories. And I do like a little blog from New Orleans and and just like really taking people on the journey while you're there. So don't just go shoot and come home. Hey, I'm on the plane. I'm headed to California to do a branding shoot. Or, you know, I'm walking down the French Quarter. You know, this is what we're doing at night when we're taking a break from shooting. Like really taking people on the journey. Yeah, I love that. The journey is so important now when it comes to like marketing anything. Like right. nobody just wants to see the end. They want to see like the whole from the beginning, middle, the good, the ugly, the not so pretty, everything. And right. then they want to see it. And that really helps people connect to us. Like for real, it makes us Absolutely. people like, Oh, you're a real person. You didn't just like one day wake up and it was like beautiful. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and you know what I just thought of when I was in New Orleans, I was posting so many videos and stories. I had people who found me through like a hashtag or like a location when you do your stories and you put, you know, I'm in the French quarter and 
someone who tags someone first quarter. I've had people found me, they found me while I was in New Orleans, like, hey, how long are you here? Can I have a session while you're here? Wow. So like I said, keep these people on the journey from the minute you hop in your car, on a train, or on a plane, to the minute that you come home. That's awesome. That is so cool. I mean, <laughs> you can't help but love Instagram for that kind of stuff. Oh, like, yeah. it's just awesome. Obsessed. So um, this is a question I always ask, and I think it's one of the bigger ones that most people are like, uh, how did you get to where you were mm-hmm. despite dealing with all the negative Nellies in your own head and maybe what other people have told you? Because you said you were doing something, you were working full time, and when you decided that you weren't, weren't going to do that, your husband was even like, uh, oh, yeah. what you talking about? Like. <laughs> Tell us a little bit more about that kind of journey. Yeah. So before I could convince him, I had to convince myself. And so it really starts with that self-confidence and and putting those fears to the side. Like, yes, we're all going to be afraid to do something. We're all going to be afraid to, you know, for what people might think. You know, we all have different fears. And I, you know, some, I went to a conference this past year and uh, James Woodmore, I love him. He said something about, you know, of course we're going to have these fears, but we can make up new stories, you know, that, that can overpower the fears. You know, the fears might not go away, but we can always come up with new stories. And so I love that because that's, that's what I did, you know, years ago when I was trying to quit my job, I could have listened to, oh, you're not going to be successful. You're not going to book enough weddings or, you know, you're just not going to be able to pay your bills. Or I could listen, instead of like working from the fear, I could work from the possibility instead. And so I worked from, oh, I could shoot double the weddings that I am trying to get. And I can meet so many more people to, um, you know, collaborate with. I, instead of focusing on the scary parts of not making it in this business, I focused on what could be done. And listening to that and and really living in that really helped me to move to the next level and not be so scared to take the leap. Yeah. So now that you're, you've taken that leap, you're, you're doing this full time and you're loving it. What are some new things that you're like afraid or, or challenges that you're like, I've had to, you know? Right. Right. Um, yes. There, there's this phrase called new, new level, new devil that I heard this past year. It, it is just so funny to think about because, yeah, back in the day, oh, my gosh, you know, I, I mentor people and, you know, I mentor people who just are on the come up and I listen to their fears and I'm like, man, I had those same fears and now that doesn't even phase me anymore, but I have these new fears that phase me and I'm sure people who are way beyond me had the fears that I'm having now and so mm-hmm. I always have to think there's always going to be something that I'm fearful about, but I can always come up with that new possibility, that new optimistic opportunity that's going to help me move past those fears. So right now, you know, now that I'm at this next level compared to where I was in the beginning, uh, you know, my fears are, you know, can I, can I sustain this? Can I come up with new ideas? How long can I shoot weddings before the next new 25 year old wedding photographer comes in? <laughs> you know, there's all these like new, there's all these new fears. And how I battle that is new possibilities. Okay, I can do more courses and help these people move along. I can branch into branding where, you know, I love marketing and I love branding and I love helping entrepreneurs. So instead of working from those fears, I'm working from the possibilities. I love that. Working from the possibilities. That will be a quotable. (laughs) Working from the possibilities. (laughs) Yes. So now that you are doing I mean, you're a photographer and now you're really focusing on 
you were doing weddings and other things, but now you're really focusing on branding, which that is such a new world for, I shouldn't say it's really new. It, to me, it's just changed faces. Like the world of branding photography has just changed faces to right. more of a photographer thing versus an influencer thing. For you, how are you marrying that into what you're doing now? Because let me tell you, it looks awesome from what you're doing, but how did you like shift? Like, oh, I want to do branding photography and now I want to do a course and now I want to do freebies on this. And, and now you, I think you have like a course course, like, um, where people can work with you. Tell us a little bit more how you even yeah. branched into that world. Yeah. So my, like I said, my background is in Marketing, marketing and PR and advertising, you know, I went to school for communication and public relations, and then I worked eight years in marketing. So the, the one thing I missed about working full time was like the marketing aspect. And even though I did that, you know, we do that as business owners. I got, you know, really intentional in my, in my business with marketing and advertising and, and PR and all that great stuff. And so the way I got into branding was, you know, when, like I said, when I was looking at all these influencers and posting photos, I started doing it for myself and, you know, my friend and I would swap and I would, you know, come up with these great captions to go along. And I was like, whoa, my engagement, the amount of inquiries I'm getting, like people are really like, it was up level in my business to have these branding photos. And at this time I was already teaching marketing courses. I was already, you know, doing one-on-one -on -one mentoring, um, with photographers, and other creative entrepreneurs. So I was already providing education. But I was like, I can marry my, my love of photography. I can marry my love of photography and my love for marketing and create this new niche in my business, which is branding and photography. It's the best of both worlds. Yes. I love talking to entrepreneurs. I love talking business. I love helping people come up with ways to grow their business. And I love photography. So the fact that I can create this package where I'm providing photos to grow your business and put yourself out there, just like I did, just like, you know, it's helping me grow my business. It's just like the dream job. really. Yeah. You created your own dream job. Basically, <laughs> what you did. you're just like, I don't want that job. And I love this one. And I kind of want that job again, but let's just mix it. Right. Look a little Venn diagram, basically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love it. So if you were to give advice to anyone mm -hmm. that is, and I say anyone, really, it's my audience is creative women whether they're a photographer, a maker, an artisan of some sort, who's like looking at this road and like terrified, <laughs> like where, where to start, what to do, what would you give them? What would you tell them? I would say show up for your audience as you. And that's what in your photos in your captions and your resources that you provide be the authority in whatever you are doing. You know, um, like I said, there's going to be a thousand other photographers and wedding planners and hairstylists or whatever, hundreds of thousands, millions of them out there. But what sets you apart is you. So capitalize on that. Tell your own story. Don't let people come up with ideas about your story by the amount of pictures of bouquets they see on your Instagram. That's not your story. What is your story? How can you help these people? How can you serve these people? So show up as you. And like I said, that can be anything. That can be your captions, the way you write emails, what you blog about, your photos. Just be the authority as yourself. I love that. I love, yeah, there is no better authority on what you do than you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
we all have, you know, these backgrounds and these experiences and these highs and lows and just share it. You know, you can help so many people. You can help your clients. You can help, you know, colleagues, you know, and, and so people say, oh, oh, I don't like following other photographers or, you know, competition. Forget all that. I mean, come on now. Like we have our own. I just, I, I can't deal with people that, <laughs> that. And I'm like, get real. Like you, you're not the only photographer out there. You don't want to be because then you'll never have a life because you'll be shooting everything. Like the more you build up the network, the more, you know, referrals that you can give each other, the more you can lift each other up. And, you know, have a biz bestie. My biz bestie is also a photographer. You know, I was just talking to her yesterday. I was like, we both go through these highs and lows where I'm high and she's low or I'm really low and she's high. And thank God we have each other because imagine if we were just running this race by ourselves and, you know, had nobody to talk to. Like we need people who do similar things as us, who do different things as us. We need, we need a circle, you know, a couple, two to three to four people in our circle that can help us, you know, um, deal with the hard times and celebrate the great times. Like, don't be afraid to have a little community. Stop being so scared of somebody stealing your ideas or stealing your clients, you know, um, just choose the right people and you won't have to worry about that. Exactly. So true true um what is it choose your tribe yes i love that choose it like yeah i mean we have we can invite we can't you know have our own we can't choose who our family is but we can right. choose who our tribe is for sure right, right. <laughs> so what exactly. kind of advice was given to you that completely changed something in your life or in your business yeah um, my advice always comes from podcasts. <laughs> so people can tell me things all day, but if I'm in my car and I hear, I hear a little nugget, I'm like, oh man, that just changed my life. And it's something James Woodmore says. He says, um, what got you here won't get you there. And I love that because I feel that. I receive that. Like I said, I did the same things over and over and over and it got me nowhere. Mm. But you know, what got you to this point was great but it's not going to get you to the next level. It's going to keep you where you are. So if you want to move to the next level, you have to try something new, try something different, a different strategy, a different way of thinking. You know, so, so much of entrepreneurship starts with the mindset, mm-hmm. you know, people who live in uh, the scarcity mindset versus who live in the abundancy mindset, like live in abundancy. Don't be so nervous that you don't have enough weddings or money or, or any other type of thing that you do. Um, just focus on, like I said, the possibility and that abundance is coming to you. It's not going to come to you if you're pinching pennies and you're worried about the next, you know, paycheck and, and invoice and all that stuff live, you know, and this is a part of that, that same advice. It was like, live, you know, from the vision, like from where you want to be, don't live from what you're scared of, what you're nervous about. You know, if you want to be the six-figure earner per year, what do those six-figure earners do every day? Do they sit on Instagram for five hours? No. (laughs) They have morning routines and they're going out for walks and and letting their mind open up. So so work from the vision of where you want to be instead of where you were because what got you here will not get you there. I love it. Yeah. I love all of that. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Such great advice. Um, So, of course... I want to know tools. I want to know tools that you're using in your business now yes. or that you first started because as a photographer and for me as like way back when, when I did photography, there are a lot of tools and they, they can kind of, you know, drive you a little crazy. What tools have you found that work 
amazing for you and your photography business? Yeah, I'll just go off my main tools that I that I use every day. Uh, number one is 17 Hats. So it's just a client management system. So some people might use HoneyBook, Dubsado, other things. Just make sure you have a client management system that can send out invoices, collect payments, um, you know, have contracts signed. You know, use one one thing. Back in the day, I was like printing out a contract and mailing it to my client and waiting. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, was this the '90s? What in the world? That was only six years ago. And so, just make sure you have an online content, you know, um, customer. What is it? CRM customer mm-hmm. relationship. Yep, management system. Yeah. <laughs> CRM. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my number one tool is to have one of those. Like I said, seventeen hats is a great one. And then having something that allows it to schedule. So Planoly, you know, is great for Pinterest. Or, excuse me. Planoly is great for Instagram. Tailwind is great for Pinterest. Facebook, you can just schedule right in the platform. You know, if you use your blog, WordPress, you can schedule there. Everything, give it a chance to be automated. That's my, you know, so same with 17 Hats. Automate your invoice reminders and your questionnaires and, and Planoly and Pinterest, all that stuff you can, you can automate. So Having a CRM, having scheduling tools, and then a third one, um, my calendar. Oh my gosh, just having a good calendar, writing things down, putting them in my Google calendar that syncs to my phone, and just, you know, I've I've known so many people who are like, oh my gosh, I accidentally double booked. I'm like, how do you do that? You need to have a calendar. So, you know, get your stuff together, people. Get your stuff together. Yeah, how do you double book? I, I, I think the same thing now. I, I don't understand double booking, especially with calendars, Calendly, which you can right. actually set it and forget it. Like it oh, should never it. happen. I yeah. love Calendly. It's like amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here and telling yeah. us a little bit about your story. It's like there's so many good gems in here. I'm just so excited that you you came on. Well, I'm so, so happy that you had me. This was so fun. I just love talking business to, you know, other, you know, powerful female entrepreneurs. I'm just like so flattered that you had me. Well, you're awesome. So, <laughs> of course. Um, <laughs> so tell me, tell me and everyone else how, where they can find you, what you have coming up, what's new, what's happening for you in your business. Um, just give me the spiel. Yeah, yeah. So you can find me at AngieMcPherson.com. Um, I have some helpful blogs. I have some helpful videos. I even have a shop with a bunch of low-priced, you know, products to help you grow your social media and actually plan a personal branding photo shoot. That's been like my highest seller. It's like a 14-page ebook telling you how to choose your know, locations and props and outfits and all that good stuff. Um, and then you can also find me on Instagram. I love to talk on Instagram. I love to DM. I'll send you a voice memo half the time. Um, so you can find me there at Angie Janine. All right, ladies, thank you for listening. And I hope this conversation inspired you. Be sure to subscribe and tell a friend. That's it on this episode. And yes, you are crafted to thrive.